Welcome to Let's Talk Austria, the podcast for the international community in Austria. Produced by Recom Relocation in Vienna. Your host today, Angelika Brenner-Zezele, partner and CEO at Recom Relocation. If you like our podcast, please recommend it to others. If you are interested in being a guest in one of the next episodes, please write us. Our email address is podcast at recom-relocation.at. Welcome to Let's Talk Austria. Our episode today, the political landscape in Austria. In today's episode, I would like to introduce the political landscape in Austria. If you would like to get an overview of the political situation in Austria because you live here or you are planning to move to Austria, you have come to the right place. I have once again invited a guest who is very politically interested and has in-depth knowledge. Thank you, dear Michael, for accepting my invitation and for allowing me to ask you many, many questions about the political landscape in our country. With pleasure, dear Angelika. I'm pleased about the invitation and have also prepared myself for the interview so that I can give your listeners an interesting overview. I also brought some numbers with me to illustrate better the political landscape in Austria. So I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. I really appreciate this. But before we talk about today's political structure, I would like to go back a hundred years in history. Since when has Austria been a democracy and what happened before that? Actually, in 1918, Austria was ceremoniously proclaimed as the Democratic Republic of German Austria. Karl Renner became the first state chancellor, which was the head of the government. With the death of Emperor Franz Josef I, who reigned for 68 years, the Habsburg monarchy symbolically came to an end in 1916 during World War I. In fact, the monarchy only dissolved after the end of the war, in the fall of 1918, when Karl I abdicated and new nation-states emerged from the former Habsburg territories. Mm -hmm. Yes, Franz Josef was the longest emperor in power ever. But I think his beautiful wife Sissi is today more well-known than her husband. So I will make a bigger step now. What happened after World War II? Because Austria was from 1938 to 1945 part of the German Empire. Yes, that's true. The provisional government, which took office in 1945, included three political parties. The Socialist Party of Austria, the Austrian People's Party and the Communist Party of Austria. In November 1945, free elections to the National Council took place for the first time since 1930. This meant that all Austrians eligible to vote were free to decide for whom they voted. All three parties mentioned were represented in the newly formed federal government under the leadership of Chancellor Leopold Fiegel from the People's Party. It needs to be mentioned that Austria was still under administration of the four victorious nations of World War II, USA, Great Britain, France and Russia. Austria as well as Vienna were divided in four administrational regions, each managed by one of the four nations. Finally, in 1955 the state treaty was signed, the occupation troops withdrew and Austria was once again a free, independent and sovereign state. 
with the state treaty, Austria declared its everlasting neutrality similar to the Swiss system. Today, Austria is a parliamentary republic founded on the democratic principles and the separation of powers. The highest state representative is the federal president, whose term of office lasts for six years. The two parliamentary chambers are the National Council, which is the lower house, and the Federal Council, which is the upper house. And these are the legislative bodies. The federal chancellor is the head of the federal government. Mm -hmm. Michael, can you explain the constitutional basis? Yeah, sure, I can. So the federal constitution of Austria, the state treaty from 1955, The Declaration of Neutrality and the EU Accession Agreement form the constitutional basis of the Republic. Austria has been a member of the European Union since 1st of January 1995, after two-thirds of the Austrian population voted in favor of joining the EU in a referendum. The Austrian currency since January 2002 is the Euro, which replaced the old currency, the Schilling, which was our currency since 1925, with a short break during the Second World War. Can you tell us a bit about the National Council, please? Yes, absolutely. At the moment, five parties are represented in the National Council. Austria is currently ruled by a coalition of the Austrian People's Party, or ÖVP, and the Green Party. The other parliamentary parties are the Austrian Social Democratic Party, or SPÖ, the Austrian Freedom Party, or FPÖ, and the NEOS. And how strong are the five different parties? What is the distribution of mandates, for example? So Austrian Parliament consists of 183 members, and the current distribution of seats looks as follows. People's Party have 71 mandates. The Social Democratic Party of Austria has 40 mandates. FPÖ or Austrian Freedom Party holds 30 mandates, the Greens hold 26 mandates, and finally the NEOs have 15 mandates. Can we have a brief insight into the five different parties? Let's start with the Austrian People's Party. What does this party stand for? Well, the ÖVP represents the citizens, it represents a conservative spectrum and is traditionally considered close to businesses, farmers and to the Catholic Church. What about the Green Party? The basic values, according to the basic program of 2001, are the following. Grassroots democratic, non-violent, ecological, solidarity, feminist, self-determined. The party is a member of the European Green Party. Within the EU, the Green Party is primarily committed to a Europe free of nuclear power and genetic engineering. Mm -hmm, interesting. Let's move to the Social Democratic Party. Well, in its basic program adopted at the party conference in 1998, the SPÖ is committed to social democracy, to the values of freedom, equality, justice, solidarity and full employment. At the very same time, the need for political liberalization, modernization and change is also discussed. The so-called Freedom Party, what are they standing for? The Freedom Party of Austria is a right-wing populist party. It describes itself as a representative of the third camp and sees itself as inheriting the national liberal value system of the bourgeois democratic revolution of 1848. They are accused of being close to the right-wing extremism. Last but not least, and the news? Well, the NEOs are a rather young party. NEOs were founded in 2012 and it's the only so-called liberal party in Austria. 
You told us already the distribution of the mandates of the five parties. But I would also like to know the results of the last election, please. Well, you're lucky that I prepared myself for this interview. So here are the results of the last vote. The last National Council election was in 2019. The Austrian People's Party became the strongest force with over 37% of the votes. They were followed by the Social Democratic Party with over 21% and the Freedom Party with 16%. The Green Party got almost 14% and the Neos got 8%. In line with the Constitution, the next general election is due in 2024. I know that you always prepare yourself so well, but let's see if you have an answer to my next question. How many people were eligible to vote? Ooh, I would say somewhat around six million people, I assume, but I'm afraid you got me. I do not know the exact number. Ah, yes, I finally found your weak point. I thought I wouldn't be able to correct you anymore today. So here is the exact number. 6,396,812 were eligible, but only 4.8 million have chosen to vote. This means 75% of the Austrian population voted. Let me ask you, how often do we vote? Well, it seems like very often, but in fact, all political institutions established by the Constitution derive their powers either directly or indirectly from elections, by secret, personal and equal ballot. So Austrian citizens elect the National Assembly, the People's Chamber of the Parliament, every five years. The Provincial Parliament, so which is the Parliament of the Federal States in Austria, every five or six years. Same holds true for the municipal council every five or six years. This might be of special interest to many of your listeners, as EU citizens who reside in the municipality can also vote. The Austrian members of the European Parliament are also elected all every five years. And finally, the federal president, he is elected or she is elected every six years. Other instruments of the democracy are referendum or plebiscites. All Austrians and some citizens of other EU member states who reach age of 16 before the appointed date can vote. Is Austria still neutral? As mentioned before, during the negotiations on the state treaty from 1955 in Moscow, Austria and the Soviet Union agreed that Austria, like Switzerland, should exercise perpetual neutrality and not join any military alliance. That's the reason why Austria, for example, is not a member of the NATO. But beside this fact, Austria does participate often in peacekeeping missions. Another interesting story is that Austria is an active member of the United Nations Organization since 1955. And the Vienna International Center in the 22nd district of Vienna is one of the five homes to the UN. What are the political rights in Austria? Well, the Austrian constitution provides for freedom of expression, including for the press and other media, and the government generally respects this right. An independent media, an effective judiciary, and a functioning democratic political system combined to promote freedom of expression, including for members of the media. Is Austria politically stable? Oh, yes, I would say so. Austria is a stable democracy. Historically, Austrian politics were dominated by grand coalitions formed by Austria's two main centrist political parties, the center-left Social Democrats and the center-right People Party. Does Austria respect human rights? 
every person living in Austria enjoys the rights and freedoms guaranteed in the Agreement for Human Rights. This includes the right of a reasonable standard of living, food, education, healthcare, freedom of movement, opinion and religion. Austria protects human rights in its constitution as well as by different laws. And the European Convention on Human Rights enjoys constitutional status in Austria. I enjoyed talking to you very much and I really love your explanations. Thank you for going through the political landscape with us and for giving us also a bit of history. But please let me ask you now a personal question before you leave us. What is your hotspot in Vienna? My hotspot in Vienna is a small restaurant in a quite remote place. It is the so-called Häuserlamstor and it is located in the Viennese woods in the 19th district, near Neuwaldeck. It offers excellent local food and drink, combined with a spectacular view of Vienna. You can drive there with your car via the scenic road of Höhenstraße, but to be honest, the best experience is to take the walk from Neuwaldeck. It is a very nice walk in the wood that only lasts about 30 minutes. So if you go there, there is a high chance we might meet sometime. <laughs> It's a wonderful hotspot. I love it. Thank you very much, Michael, for your visit and for your insights. Yes, and thank you very much for the bottle Bellini you brought with you. So let's drink now a glass together, just like that. <laughs> Perfect. This is why I brought it. Cheers. <laughs> This episode was recorded in October 2023. Summary. What we have learned today. Austria is a democratic republic since 1918. Before that, Austria was a monarchy. After World War II, the provisional government took office in 1945. Today, Austria is a parliamentary republic. The highest state representative is the federal president. Austria is member of the EU since 1995. The old currency shilling has been replaced in 2002. Since then, the currency is euros and cents. At the moment, five parties are represented in the National Council and currently Austria is ruled by coalition of the Austrian People Party and the Green Party. The other parties are the Social Democrats, the Freedom Party and the Neos. At the last election, the People Party was the strongest party, followed by the Social Democratic Party and the Freedom Party. The next general election is due in 2024. Austria is politically a stable democracy and still a neutral country and is not part of the NATO, but active member of the UN since 1955. Austria respects human rights and this includes a good standard of living, food, education, health care, freedom of movement, opinion and religion. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for listening. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Maybe you would also like to join our Club Melange, Meet New Friends. We organize great and fun events for the international community in Vienna. Check out the next upcoming events at www.recom-relocation.at. Our clients also love our intercultural trainings presented by Martin Pei, partner and CEO at Recom Relocation. Martin is a certified intercultural trainer. Check it out and find out yourself what it means living in Austria 
and how weird the Austrians really are. Thanks for listening.